Jamie Summers from Afternoons with Heart and Humor. Something you may not know about me is I'm really conscious of what I put in my body. So I eat healthy, try to stay as active as possible. That's also why I was so excited when I heard that Dr. Kellum at the Kellum Stem Cell Institute is able to retrieve my own stem cells and place them exactly where I need them most with focused infusions. If you're ready for something more effective and a healthier way to heal, get more information at KellumStemCellInstitute.com. Opportunity right now to catch up with a dear friend, Max Lucado, pastor, speaker, and best-selling author with more than 145 million products in print, translated in 56 languages, distributed in 80 countries worldwide, entered the ministry in 1978. Kids, look that one up. Max Lucado, welcome. Thanks for making time. (laughs) Hey, Doug. It's good to hear you. You know, I have such fond memories of all our our chats together, uh, many of which took place right there in your studio in Nashville. That's right. That's right. We love when we get you in Music City, but uh, we'll take you wherever and whenever we can. <laughs> well, you know, we don't travel. I, I guess I'm starting to travel a little more. It, it, yeah, I think we all got used to doing things, you know, over the phone or over Zoom calls and and the computer. Uh, and so, uh, but next time I'm in Nashville, let's let's try to Let's try to connect. How oh, definitely. That? I look forward to that. Well, and I'm excited, too, about this brand-new book we're going to talk about. It is called Help is Here, Finding Fresh Strength and Purpose in the Power of the Holy Spirit. Immediately intrigued by that one, Max, because I feel like of the Trinity, Father, Son, I, I got my head wrapped around that one, but Holy Spirit kind of seems to be elusive sometimes. You're not alone. Uh, most people struggle with understanding the Holy Spirit, uh, which is understandable, but it's also unfortunate. Uh, it's understandable. I mean, the very word spirit, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's different. Mm-hmm. We can imagine God the Father. We can envision God the Son, Jesus Christ. Uh, but if you want to see someone kind of stumble for words, ask them to describe the Holy Spirit. Uh, and so it's it's understandable, but it's a bit unfortunate because the Holy Spirit is our heaven-sent helper. Uh, he is present in the world today, executing God's perfect will. And he desires an, an intimate relationship with everyone who trusts uh, in Jesus Christ. He he takes up residence. The Scripture says we become the, the temple or the abiding place of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Uh, he becomes our dear friend, and so I'm, I'm hoping that that this book will, uh, uh, Doug, just encourage people, encourage people to to seek a relationship with Him, to learn to depend on Him, and to find the strength and the direction that He uh, that He offers. Well, when we talk about peace, for example, my favorite verse is Philippians 4 about not being anxious about anything and how the peace that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind. What is it about the peace of the Holy Spirit that's different than any other kind of peace? Yeah, and that's the beautiful Scripture. It's it's my favorite, too. You and I have that in common. Uh, The peace of God, it says, not peace from God, but the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds. And and that's a beautiful difference because the peace that characterizes heaven is the peace that can characterize your life and mine. Mm. You know, just like you, I woke up today, I bet I had eight or ten things troubling me. 
you know, not not I'm not devastated, but I'm oh, am I going to get this done on time? Oh, I can't forget to do that. You know, uh, just a list of of nagging uh, worries. Uh, and, and on good days, I wish I could say I did this every day, but on good days, I take time, and, and one by one, I, I give those to God, and, and I remind God of that promise. Uh, I say, God, you've promised to give me the peace of heaven, the peace of God. And so one by one, I, I give to him my concerns. And this is an invitation for the Holy Spirit to come and to, uh, to calm us down to settle us down. I think one of the great questions Jesus ever asked, and he asked some doozies, (laughs) but one of the great questions is there in the Sermon on the Mount where he said, now, why do you worry? Now, I have a few answers to that question, (laughs) but but I think Jesus is saying, now, why do you worry? I've got everything under control. And so the Holy Spirit is his comforter in our lives today to help us so we do not live in a perpetual state of panic and, and fear. So I guess it's that understanding that, like, the Holy Spirit is is, is with you and in you as a believer, but I guess what, uh, connected with free will and other choices, we just don't activate it. We just don't understand what a resource it truly is. I believe so. I do. Uh, I believe two or three things are at play. One is that some people are unaware of what happened uh, or what happens when a person uh, gives their heart to Jesus. They 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 either are not told, uh, or they've uh, forgotten that the Holy Spirit moves in, and so you're no longer alone. The Holy Spirit now lives in you. And then number two, learning to walk in step with the Spirit. That's the phrase from the Apostle Paul. He, he says, "Walk in step with the Spirit." That is to say. Make it your aim every day to follow the promptings of the Spirit, the leading of the Spirit. Uh, and a person could quickly say, but how do you do that? You know, how, how do you learn the language of the Holy Spirit? And I believe the best analogy is, is, is a marriage. You know, when my wife and I married back in 1981, I really didn't know how, you know, to follow the, the hints or the the uh, the suggestions uh, or, or the 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 tones of my wife, but you know what? Forty one years, I, I could pretty well tell <laughs> if she's you know uh, dropping a hint or making a demand or offering a request. Uh, we're, we're it's very intimate now. It's very intimate, and and I would encourage Christians uh, just ask those, ask Spirit, asking, say, help me to walk with you. And you will begin to sense those nudgings, those promptings. You'll feel his scripture come alive as you read it. Uh, You'll hear him talk to you, uh, sometimes through uh, thoughts that you have or through, through friends that you have. But the promise of God is that he will guide us into all truth. He has not left us alone. And and just don't want any Christian to miss out on this wonderful power that's available to us. Max, I always love how you're uh, very forthcoming sharing things about your life. A lot of times we can see someone in your position and figure out, you know, assume, oh, you've got it figured out. It's all good. Um, but obviously we all struggle. Um, share with us about about your journey, and I understand sometime in your 30s there was this sort of awakening as to what the true uh, purpose of the Holy Spirit is. Yeah, I hope people read the book, because I really, I really got a story uh, in the book about how I 
came to discover the Holy Spirit. You know, I'm an old drunk, Doug. I'm an old drunk. And uh, the Lord touched me, and that's a great story in my early 20s. But where I believe that Jesus was mighty enough to save me, uh, for whatever reason, I, I couldn't wrap my mind around the idea that he would love me enough to indwell me. Mm. And so I, 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 for the first about 14 years of my faith, uh, I just did it all on my own. It was all my muscle and might. And that was a problem because I was a minister, I was a missionary, I was writing books, and I was worn out. I was absolutely worn out. And so what you're referring to there, I was about 34 years old, uh, just absolutely exhausted, three small kids at home, a church, a pastor, and I, I got where I couldn't sleep. I just couldn't sleep. The stress, the anxiety, the the weight of it all. I began to pray. Sometimes I'd pray all night. If 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 not praying all night, I'd be awake all night and and kind of mumbling to God. I'd climb out of bed and I'd go downstairs in my pajamas and I just I just sit there. I was a dejected figure. But that's where the Holy Spirit, as I look back, uh, began to touch me. It wasn't a bright light of, or an audible voice, but it was a, a wooing. It was a whispering. Uh, I felt a, a kindness. I, I felt a, a blanket of, of, of comfort. And little by little, this, the, the strength returned, and prayers were answered. And uh, I, I today thank God for that dark time, that difficult time, because uh, that's when I think the Holy Spirit found me so desperate that I began to, to lean into him and follow him. Of course, this is many years later, and I'm finally writing a book about the Holy Spirit. Uh, and the reason it took so long, Doug, is I, I thought, what can I say that hasn't been said? Mm. And then I, then I came across an idea that the way the Bible portrays the Holy Spirit is through metaphors, like oil and wind and rain and fire. There's There's... There's well over a dozen metaphors. I just selected a dozen. And I wrote a chapter about each metaphor, realizing that each one teaches us something about the wonderful work of the Holy Spirit. And 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 so I was so thankful that God gave me that idea, and that was the reason behind writing the book. Mm, I love that. I love that, especially for the timing where we find ourselves, you know, coming out of the pandemic and our whole yeah. life changed, and so many folks, you know, are running on empty. So that's really the book title, Help is Here. We're weary, worried, and wounded people right now. We are, uh, but we're not alone. And it's time, I believe, for us as a church, all of God's people, to come together and 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 lean into the Holy Spirit, discover Him. Uh, we may be on the verge of a revival. Uh, we can pray for it for sure, and and it'd be a wonderful thing for the church to so call out to the Holy Spirit that He brings fresh winds and fresh fire upon the church. Well, and on that same token, too, I guess the idea of unity, right? Uh, as we head into political seasons and different things, uh, we're kind of fractured as a nation at times, but uh, the Holy Spirit can be that unifier. He is a unifier. He certainly is. And uh, he, according to 
the definitive teaching on the Holy Spirit, of course, is the teaching of Jesus in John 14, 15, and 16 in, in the upper room discourse or the final message he gave the followers before the crucifixion. And in that, he tells the followers, he said, the Holy Spirit will reveal things to you about me. He will guide you into all truth. He will reveal to you the future. He just gives us a list of all the things that the Holy Spirit does. And what the Holy Spirit desires to do is to teach us about Jesus. And there's, our, there's where we can all unify. We may not rally around a particular political candidate, and sometimes we even argue about social issues. But we, can, we must be able to claim Jesus as our Savior, as our rallying point. That's what all of us have in common. And that's the job of the Holy Spirit. To, to bring Jesus to life in the church. Uh, we've got to be very careful. It's so easy to make the message of the church something less than Jesus Christ. We just can't do that. That is the fatal error. Anytime the church makes a message other than Jesus, the central message, uh, we can be expected to receive retribution from Jesus himself. And so we have to guard jealous, jealously and, deter, and, and, and uh, with all focus and diligence the, the message of Jesus Christ. And again, that's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth, Jesus said. He will reveal to you things about me. And so anytime somebody understands more about Jesus Christ, uh, they can thank the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit has been the teacher to reveal that to the person. Max Lucado's book, Help is Here, Finding Fresh Strength and Purpose in the Power of the Holy Spirit. I want to be respectful of the time. Is there anything um, to share before we wrap up? I don't want to leave anything on the off the table there. Oh, my goodness, Doug. We could talk for hours, you know. <laughs> I, 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 I do think, and, and I mentioned this in the book, I, I, I think it was a sad time when the church uh, began to divide over spiritual gifts the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, now we have different branches uh, in the evangelical church, especially, but even in other uh, Christian movements. And uh, typically they're called either non-charismatics or charismatics. And uh, I don't know. I'm just praying we can get beyond that. I, I really I think we're headed toward a time of unity uh, that that we can all come together and realize that we may have different interpretations as to the works of the Holy Spirit today, but but we don't have to divide, and and that that's a that's a thing that uh, that, that has burdened me for decades, you know. Uh, and I think we're doing better. I think we're doing better. I think we're learning to to accept one another and love one another and trust one another. There's a higher call. There's a higher call. And if a person has one opinion about miraculous gifts or speaking in tongues, you know, that's, we can differ on that. Let's come together about the love of, that the church has for Jesus Christ. Let's make him the core topic. And um, I believe that is the step uh, toward revival that we're all longing for. 
I'm Jamie Summers from Afternoons with Heart and Humor. Something you may not know about me is I'm really conscious of what I put in my body. So I eat healthy, try to stay as active as possible. That's also why I was so excited when I heard that Dr. Kellum at the Kellum Stem Cell Institute is able to retrieve my own stem cells and place them exactly where I need them most with focused infusions. If you're ready for something more effective and a healthier way to heal, get more information at KellumStemCellInstitute.com. 